Hey there and welcome back to Fire and Soul. Today's a special day for me because I get to share Magical Bean and my dear friend Ashley Goner with you. You're going to learn how we met, which is actually through this podcast. And so we share that story and, and then what really deepened our connection. And it was when we both realized that we could see what was going on in the world you know, three plus years ago. And I've shared that many times here on Fire and Soul, that that was a way in which, you know, we found our soul tribe on a lot of levels. And and that bond uh, is, is unlike anything else. And I know you get it because you're tuning into Fire and Soul. And so this is such a beautiful conversation around the unfolding of seeing what we see, but yet choosing to stay in a high vibration, a beautiful frequency of love, of harmony, of unification, and all of the beautiful gifts that we get to experience when we choose to live life from a space, from a mindset, from an awareness that everything is unfolding with divine order. So this conversation is just full of such magic. And when I say magic, I mean, that's that's the truth of who we really are. Ashley gets it. She embodies it. She models it, not only as a mother, uh, as a wife, as a leader, as a coach, and as the host of a, the wildly popular podcast, Uncover Your Magic, but also just who she is in the world. And you'll hear some of that and uh, some of her stories as she, she shares how she sprinkles her magic and how it impacts others because that's the way that it works. So this is a really potent conversation and I feel really excited to share this particular medicine with you. It's also really fun to share my girlfriend with you. Um, But before we dive all the way in, I want to let you know that my next retreat, the Soul Essence Retreat in Malibu is happening mid-October, October 12th through the 15th under the new moon in Libra in a beautiful, empowering, gorgeous villa uh, in Malibu overlooking the ocean. And there are still a few seats left. So if this piques your curiosity at, at, at all, I encourage you to head on over to uh, michelle-sorrow.com and Soul Essence Retreat is all over the site and I'll also leave it in the show resources. Without further ado, my friends, please enjoy this magical conversation with a magical being and my dear soul sister, Ms. Ashley Goner. This is such an exciting day for me. I get to bring one of my dearest friends, my true soul sister, onto fire. And so welcome, Ashley Goner. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. I can't believe (laughs) that you're even saying that. I was telling the girls that this morning. I said, I'm going to be on fire and soul. Do you think I would have said that three years ago? I don't know. I don't know, but spirit is so good. And I mean, look at you and what you've done since we've connected it's so beautiful to watch your journey. And I want to give my listeners some perspective, even though many know you because we have such shared community. But I even love that because I truly believe more than ever that community is the medicine that the world needs and humanity is longing for. And so speaking to that, I just want to share a little bit of backstory of how we even came to connect. I'll let you share your perspective on that. Oh, good. Well, you know, I almost have tears in my eyes because I, I, um, realized that, you know, I probably since when you started your podcast, I just found it, you know, it was, my soul was 
connected to yours. So I looked at, I know that there was a magnet pulling me to you Mm. and I would listen and I would just fall in love with you. And then I would message you and tell you, I love that, you know, episode. Mm -hmm. And then we would start kind of, um, messaging, messaging each other back. And then you had put a little, um, birdie in my ear and said, you should start a podcast too. And I thought, why would I start a podcast? I can't do that. And, um, gosh, and then it just, you had your podcast accelerator and, Mm -hmm. I stayed up one night and signed up and woke up the next morning and thought, what am I thinking? And <laughs> Richard said the same thing, you don't have time. And then the girls got in quarantine and I had all the time. So I knew that inspired thought was, mm-hmm. um, my soul saying it's time to embark on this new journey. We're calling you. And I really felt that. And I know we always talk about if it's calling you, you know, you say yes. Mm-hmm. So when I said, yes, I mm-hmm. have you know, I look back now th- over three years ago and think of our, me- even just the memories I'll stop there, but you know, mm-hmm. I just, you're, you are the, um, when I say, when I, for your birthday, when I was writing your little text message, it mm-hmm. was just coming through me thinking, um, you lit my, you helped light me up. You helped, you were in my life. I look at it from a higher perspective of, um, when two souls connect at our, you know, in our fifties, mm-hmm. um, you know, at this time of our life and what we're meant to do now and where the world is right now. And, you know, bringing podcasts to life where people can speak their truth and share their magic and uncover their magic. But mm-hmm. when I look at the higher perspective and finding you that, that whatever day that was, I don't, what did you start in 2018 or was it? I started my show. Yeah. In the summer of 2018. And I think you and I started communicating in 19. Okay. Yeah. So in 2019, I was, I look at it from that perspective of, I, I was drawn to you because it was a soul. I look at it as a soul contract. We, that was our timing yep. and the podcast was the connection. And then I was drawn to you like, like a magnet and take, you know, like I was home, you know, we were home, we couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do everything that you were doing. And I just, it was like, I, when you, when I would show up in a class, you'd like, what are you doing here? I said, I don't know. I just miss you. I, I, I want to do whatever, you know, it's just, and it was that pull. And so, but I look at it like, um, you know, when you can look at life and look at who, who's put in your life mm-hmm. and who stays and for, mm-hmm. you know, I always tell the girls when they meet a friend and something goes, I said, some friends stay, some friends go some, you know, it's all part of your journey. But when I look at you in my life as that journey was that, that you really lit you, I was able to see me and I, I know we're all a mirror of each other, you know, and when I realize the, what I see in you, I see in me. Mm-hmm. And I really, that that's what lit me up. I thought, you know, what I see in Michelle, I see in me. Yes. You recognize, I just got Amen, Michelle. Yes. Done. <laughs> like the conversation is actually over. Like that is it. Those are the breadcrumbs that you talk about a lot on your show, Uncover Your Magic, you know, following the breadcrumbs, even if you have no idea where they lead. Um, even if honestly, all you can see is just the breadcrumbs right in front of your body. Right. 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 And, and how many times have I, I am, I'm so inspired by how you go through life because there have been how many times have I said, Ashley, can you talk to so-and-so because they're considering doing something really big 
but they're, they've got all the feels and like, what am I doing? Kind of like your thoughts of when you signed up in the night and then the next morning it was like, uh Oh, who do I think I am? But you decided not to listen to that, that version of your yourself. You decided to listen to the knowing as like, this person needs an Ashley dose of magic. And every time you always do, and every time you help them see what you uncovered for yourself. So I first of all, want to just publicly thank you for leading by example and for following the own breadcrumbs that were already placed on your path by your soul, by design. And I know you know what I'm talking about there, but can you unpack what I mean by that in your own words? So I look at us as souls. We have created this blueprint of our life and the lessons we're to learn, the experiences we are supposed to have, the connections, Mm -hmm. all the things we are supposed to connect. I look at you as my soul group. I look at the people in my life that have contributed to my growth and to my experiences and to all that as a, like a soul family. And we all decided what we were going to learn and what, and even to coming down at this time of the, in the planet on this, you know, time of our life. And I think we're the bravest souls that exist. Amen. And I I take that to heart a lot because I think, wow, you know, when I look at you know, who I surround myself with and who I get to interview on my podcast. And when I look at these people that are down here, you know, we we chose this mm. and we're, we're going to take each breadcrumb and, and take it whether we like to or not, but we know it's leading us to that, to the place where we're trying to, you know, bring the masses to. And I know that with my light and, you know, it, it just hit me when I was talking about the podcast, I look back at the podcast and I want to go back there really quick. Mm-hmm. I look at the evolution of who I was interviewing and yours too. I mean, it's a mirror of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the evolution of my growth and the, in a spiritual journey and of the way I see myself yes. and I see myself in every, every episode of growth. And I just, it, it lights me up to know that I have a, I have like, it's like a writing a book, you know, yeah. you have this proof of my, I have this like living, um, entity of a, you know, podcast that shows my growth and where, who I'm connecting to. And each chapter, each episode is furthering my growth and my expansion, but I know they're all part of my soul family. And we're all, they were, they called, like I say, you called me, I was called to you. We're all near each other, but we were all, we're all on this journey completing our soul contract in the, one of the biggest times in the history of this planet. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And we answered the call, you know, but what's so beautiful about that is that we didn't know it when we met. No, but yet our souls knew, right? right? There was recognition. Lights are finding one another lights. However, then there was kind of, now I wouldn't say a detour, but it was an interesting time for both of us after we met in person and traveled to Montana. And I want to go there in a moment, but I also want to go back to the start of your podcast just to really honor the birth of that and the evolutionary creation and expansion of your soul, your journey, and how you've been able to help and touch so many families' lives um, as a result of the beautiful work that you answered the call to step up to. Um, So I'll go to Montana in a moment. So let me just circle back to 
a comment that you made a moment ago about when you would join yet another one of my programs and I would make a joke of like, what are you doing here? Because I knew you from some DMs, right, on Instagram, and I knew you as a really sweet soul, definitely knew you. I agree with Lee Harris, whom I just listened to your conversation with him on your podcast, and he talked about how you have uh, this very angelic quality about you, and I definitely knew that. And I was like, spot on, Zs and Lee, I think there was a combo there of that insight, And, uh, and it's definitely how you come across energetically. And so I knew you were really, really sweet and super complimentary. That is your way of being, but I didn't know much more, right? And then, and then I knew you were a mom and very devoted and a wife. And I knew you didn't, you hadn't really worked, you know, since you'd become a mom and married and all of that stuff. And so that's why I'd be like, oh, fascinating. What are you doing here? And you're like, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> right. You kept answering the call. And, and then it was just so beautiful to see you invest in yourself, in the promise that you made before you arrived to planet earth in this really interesting, auspicious, powerful time. And, and you had no idea, even like week three in an eight week incubator known as the podcast accelerator. It was only six, Michelle, back then. It was only six weeks. Yeah, we were just six weeks. I don't know how I did it. So you were basically halfway through the program and you were like, I still don't really know what I'm doing. And I love that story because then it was like, you certainly did, but conscious mind, subconscious mind was like scared, right? Like, but, but you had everything within you to rise to the occasion. No conscious mind didn't know. Subconscious knew, knew it all. Right. Um, It was April 20th of 2020. So we were like right a month into the, the, the lockdowns is what I would really say. And, um, and your podcast launched and now we're at what? 171 episodes. Yes. Good. You know that? Oh girl, I prepped. Oh, <laughs> I was so excited to have this conversation with you. You know, I don't think I've ever brought anyone. I haven't ever brought anyone on that's that, that is a grad from the PA outside of like a testimonial. And that's not what this is. The PA is not open. You right. know, um, this is like to honor your story, but also our friendship and our connection in soul tribe, because we do that. And then comes summer of 2020 when most of the world is afraid to travel and do all the things and wearing the mask and both you and I right away could recognize that was not the reality that we were living in. But yet here you were also in California, Southern California, you were San Diego, still are me. I was LA, uh, Santa Monica at that time. And both of us were kind of the wild cards. We were the Karens. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, funny. Can we talk about that for a moment? How did you navigate that with your daughters? How do you, Cause I remember there, you and I would have some conversations before we get to Montana, you would be like, I am the Karen and it's causing issues with carpool and, and dynamics with my children. And, but you stuck to it. And I was, and that's where I was like, I have such a deep respect for you because I knew you as the sweet angelic, you know, Ashley, but I didn't know that you were the woman who'd be like, we are not going to stop traveling. We're not going to start living and dreaming and doing our lives. And we're also not going to succumb to the rules in order to save face. So can you talk about the bravery in that moment and who you had to be to also model that to your daughters? Yeah. Funny that you, you know, I never thought of it that way, but 
you know, I think in my life, I mean, I look at, I look at my, especially as a mom, I don't want to live in fear and I don't live in fear my whole life. I have my stories of my things that I've overcome and have never, people would always say, don't quit. Don't I'm like, quit. I'd never quit. Like Mm -hmm. that would never enter my mind. Mm -hmm. And I've always, I know how, you know, how important just coming from love, right? You either coming from love or you're always coming from love, but that little fear stuff, I, I just, I just don't even let entertain that. I don't enter. And I don't want to raise children that are fear-based. And when you can, when you can come from a place of knowing that everything is perfect and everything is all happening for you and there's nothing out to get you and you can just come from love and not judge and look at the world as like, this is our masterpiece. What are we going to contribute in this Mm. and see it that way? Mm. I think raising children during this time, especially is, um, you know, Mm. for me, it's been, you know, having teenagers and being in lockdown, you know, that's, those are like prized, um, childhood years, you know, and hormones and all that stuff. But gosh, I see them. They just glorified during that time. And that's when I saw the need, these other kids were, were not handling it well and still aren't, but, um, yeah, I just, I don't live in a fear. I don't, and it's, it's a natural thing. And I, it's not where I have to think about it. And it's not like I'm bragging, but I just, I feel like I just live from this solid foundation of love. And I know that it's perfect. Mm. Beautiful. Well, when there is an embodiment of love, there is no space for fear. And, and I keep thinking about, and I don't know where I heard it. Some, one of the people that we love and listen to, sometimes it's, it's a mixed right. bag, right? You're like, who's yeah. thought is that? Is that my oh, thought? believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all God's thought anyway, but right. But, um, right. It all comes from pure unified consciousness. It's pure light and magic. That's just the way that I would look at that. And, and, um, and it, I, I remember hearing you cannot be in victim energy and in your power at the same time. And mm-hmm. our power, our authentic power is love. Right. You know, it's knowing who we really are. And, and yeah, of course I see for me, I definitely experience some fear from time to time. It will come up. I mean, even like superficial stuff of like, you know, what I look like or all these things, right. Getting older right. and all that. And you've probably seen a massive, like releasing and shedding of the hair extensions and lashes and weight. And I know you've been going through a lot of your own shedding as well. And I want to get there in a moment but it's so beautiful to get lighter and lighter and lighter and, and really get to the true essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's, that's what I see you so tapped into, but you got that early on. And so did I, like, I think I maybe wiped down my groceries once. Right. And then I was (laughs) like, okay, no. And, but I still watched news quote Mm -hmm. news I still thought that there was something to be said for trusting some of the legacy media that I had been indoctrinated to believe is true. Um, And so that was a big eye-opening experience for me. But before we dive maybe more into that, I want to just piggyback on, we go to Montana. So a bunch of us have decided we want to just go be free and we want to go to Montana to this little place called Whitefish that one of my best friends, Jocelyn, whom you know and love too, who's also been on this podcast, 
she had been a couple years earlier and she was like, it's this tiny little town an hour away from Glacier National Park and it's beautiful and there's this lodge and we have to go. And I was like, God, it sounds dreamy. And I was like, okay, if I can curate the perfect group of, of women that I've come to know over these past few years of being a transformation guide and a leader. And a lot of my friends have been through some of my programs. I mean, that's community, yeah, right? Right. Yeah, it's how we meet. It's so beautiful. So I invited you and I'll never forget you were saying like, why are you inviting me? <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm like the the star of my life that I listen to oh. <laughs> is inviting me to go. I remember telling Richard that he's like, oh, you need to go. Like, that's amazing. What, what a fun way to meet. Like you haven't, it's like this, um, now I'm probably, people probably think, you know, they hear me if they listen to the podcast and you meet them in person, it's, you have this whole different, like, you know, 3d version, human contact, totally. you know, totally. it's a different experience when you're well, and then we, we really kind of met, like we went a little wild, all of us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so my listeners know that I am what almost 23 months, no, 23 out. already. Isn't that crazy? And, and so not to judge that time because we do what we do until right. we Right. But I hadn't drank alcohol for four years, picked it up during the beginning of the pandemic. So clearly I was feeling something that I didn't want to feel. And I was just numbing out, which many of us were. So I allowed that to be a permission slip to eat and to drink. Um, and I didn't know how to navigate so much that I was experiencing in Santa Monica, where I truly was like one of the only Karens walking around the neighborhood. And I mean, <laughs> I joke about that, but I really was. I got yelled at by people for not wearing masks and, you know, and, and outside, like people, you know, still in Santa oh, Monica drive me. in their car alone with mask on, sometimes double mask. And now I know never to judge that. That's no judgment whatsoever. But I had to go through a whole arc anyway. Navigating all of that, numbing out because I don't know how to be with it, freaked out that so many of my smart, conscious, awake, I, I thought aware friends were, and I, I judged it too, they're falling for this. And then of course, I thought it was my job to save everyone. We go through that. We realize, no, it's not, but it's, there's no manual for this. Yeah, no. I don't know how to do it. Anyway, so we all arrive in Montana and we we called it like girls gone wild, older girls gone wild. But like, you know, we had the <laughs> pontoon boats and we, you know, it was a blast. It was a freaking blast. But there was a copious amount of alcohol being drank every single day from morning to night. And so on the one hand, it was amazing. But on the other hand, I remember being mortified that certain people that all of you saw me that way because that's not how I had been for years. Right. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, is this going to impact us? And then of course, there's the thought of like, is that how they always are? And so then there was this, I think, reconciling, at least I'll speak for me and you and I haven't talked about this, but mm -hmm. I'd be curious what your thoughts are. I had to reconcile by giving things space and time, especially myself, to get through my own journey, to find my own way. And then eventually, two plus years later, I found my way back to the heart of us, the, the soul essence. And that's where we're going to pick up the conversation in a few minutes. But I'm curious, like, I mean, here you thought I was the woman who was bringing such medicine to the world. And then you see me behave like that. I imagine there, there could have been some judgment. Because we were wild. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I, and that's another thing. I don't, I don't have judgment. And I don't, um, I looked at it like we all got so excited to be mm -hmm. together. 
we were all, I mean, a lot of us had never met besides on zoom. Yep. And I just think it was like, we had been kind of cooped up. It was one of kind of our first little outings that we had all got to do together. All of us. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I don't look at it. Like I looked at people differently. I looked at it. Like we all came here to have so much fun and to whatever it was, it was, yeah. and it can, it can be girls gone wild and let's just call it that and close the door and have the best memories. I was looking back on your birthday. I was trying to find a picture and I was looking at these pictures and there. I'm like, Oh, I said, Oh my goodness. Where there's some of us, you and I on that log in our one piece bathing suits. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we've both lost so much weight since then. Thank God. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. But I, that, what that did for me was I looked at that person that I was right there mm-hmm. and you were in our connection then. And it wasn't, I, we weren't, we didn't realize the deep soul connection. We were just, uh, I don't want to say it was definitely deep, but it was, and it wasn't surface, but it was like, I look at it now, like it was a little bit more on the surface mm-hmm. and we, but I look, I look now at, at the journey from that, those two bodies that were there on that log mm-hmm. and who they are now. Mm-hmm. And I, I just blew me, blew me away. There's no way I could find one picture from that weekend to say, Oh, Michelle, happy birthday. Like I couldn't, there was one, even at your birthday party, when you turned 50, that we we were getting a little there, but I still, that that wasn't representative of, I couldn't send a picture Mm because I I mean, I haven't seen you since then Mm -hmm. to have a more recent one. If I saw you yesterday at lunch, I would have put your, our picture up. But I think when I look back at that, no judgment, it was just that I looked back that day, um, last week on your birthday. And I thought, that was really what hit me. It was more that, mm. and I, we, I'm not judging us either. It was like, that was part of our journey and we had to do that. And that was part of our lesson. It was for you. It was, um, I feel, cause it made you go, gosh, you know, I'm embarrassed or I can't believe I did that. You know, it was more. And I thought, no, it was perfect. This, like, I think everything is like, we had to do that. Mm-hmm. We, it had to go like that. That mm-hmm. was how we all orchestrated it before we came here. Like that was our, we it was already done. Yeah. We just had to go play the parts and have the best time. Who cares? Yeah, it's so true. Well, I love that you have that perspective and, and I try so hard not to judge myself too, but sometimes my inner critic comes out and in that 18 months, because I love my life without alcohol so much. And And I had had four years of no alcohol. And in those four years, I launched my podcast. I launched my coaching business. Like I stepped into a part of my power that I did not necessarily have access to before. And and so I look at that whole time as when I was the purest. Right. And then I look at the pandemic and those 18 months of doing whatever it took to cope. Right. And so, yes, I have a lot of grace for that, but I think the added thing for me, if I'm just, if I can reflect back now and it feels like eons ago, um, right. It doesn't even last week feel like eons ago, but it was because I had invited all of you women and there were six of us, eight of us, eight of us, and all seven of you had been through all of my programs had been under my guidance. And it's such a funny thing. And this is also a wonderful demarcation of before and now to your point of the log, which the log, we got to talk about the log, but um, it's, it's that being the guide 
somehow there could be this old barometer of that somehow I needed to be a certain way Mm -hmm. to still be the inspiration. But fast forward to now, I realize hierarchy, not that I had hierarchy, but even thinking like that is so of the 3D and the old. Do you know what I mean? Right. And as long as, um, you know, if you were, because I get that 1 million percent, but I, I think everyone there, like they look up to you, of course, you were the leader and brought the thing together. But I don't, I think the love that we feel for each other outweighed any kind of, um, you know, oh, you know, anything we were, we're all on even playing fields, you know, it didn't feel, and that's how you make it feel anyway. You didn't come across like you were the hierarchy or you were the leader. It was just, we were all on even ground. And, you know, I remember, um, talking to you and telling you, gosh, I, I feel like, you know, you've just mentored, you're like this, you've really come into my life and really made really, like I said, in the beginning, like made me see who I truly am. And I was so grateful for, I am forever grateful for that. Mm. But, um, yeah, I don't, I look at the Montana thing as just something fun. I mean, I used to live there. So it was like me no, going back after lived 20- in actual whitefish Montana yeah, in big fork. But, remember? Oh, big fork. That's right. 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 That's where, and I want to, I, st- I still someday what I dream of living there. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, but, you know, not I, you. <laughs> no, been there, done that. But I had to um, go back to been 20 something years. Yeah. You hadn't been more, and I hadn't been. Deal. Yeah. It was like a closure thing. So yeah, I, I look at that time as, yeah, nothing like it was just perfect. It's just so perfect. Okay. Before we move on to your podcast and you starting that and where you are now and talk about like the growth and the expansion of, of what you've created and what you're so devoted to, um, the log, (laughs) (laughs) we had to give context. So we got a pontoon boat and we filled it up with what, like cowboy margaritas that Jocelyn, that Jocelyn (laughs) made. Oh my gosh. Like college. (laughs) <laughs> we were in the bathroom putting this big put bottle or big tube or tub of like ice and I'm like oh my gosh it was amazing it was absolutely amazing and then we get this Olympian bobsledder literally an Olympian bobsledder by the name of Ga- Gage Smith remember <laughs> how could I not forget <laughs> remember when he remember when when I lost my sunglasses in the lake and here he comes on the jet ski like we were like on, dreaming like, shutting armor we were all like 50 and like we were looking at this hottie and we couldn't even speak. We were just, <laughs> I know. what is happening right now? Where did guy? he come from? He just came out of nowhere. Like this, like, what the heck? <laughs> oh, he was so cute. And he's like, I'll find your glasses. So he jumps off the jet ski, like a movie. He dives down into the bottom of the lake and he oh, tries funny. to get the glasses anyway. But so then he challenges us because he's our pontoon driver and we're wild dancing to like, you know, don't stop believing in whatever else. I mean, it's just, it was one of the best, most epic times I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And, um, and, and uh, so here we are parked watching the sunset, right? It's a six mile long lake, whitefish. Right. And um, so beautiful and quiet and pristine, except for us reeking just havoc everywhere, right. having such a blast. 
And, um, and then he, he pulled up to this log and it was like, it had a rope on it and he wanted us to see if we could sit all the way up and you and I, I'll let you share your experience of us on that log. And did that log have any other meaning other than looking at photos and being able to realize, oh, so much growth since then. But, but was that, was that any, it was that a significant moment for you? It was a significant with you. It was. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. With you. And it was you saying, you know, you can do like that. You knew it, like you can do it. And just how you stood there with me. And I'm like, I'm going to do this for this lady. (laughs) I mean, whatever this, whoever this woman that's telling me to do this, this beautiful person that's in my life. I have, it's like, I, um, yeah, I, I just knew it. I had that. I had that in my, I had to do it and we did it. We didn't. It was slippery. It was full of moss. And he let, and it was this huge, it was like maybe eight feet long by maybe two, three feet wide. And he had given us the perfect challenge by saying that, like, how many times he had taken guests to that spot and how virtually, and maybe he said it to everyone, but I believed it was new for us. And he was like, virtually nobody can like stand up or grab a hold. And, and both right, right. you and I did it. And I was like, let's go, Ash. This yeah, that is was awesome. fun. It was yeah, a lot of fun. That was fun. I only brought that up because you had mentioned it a moment ago in that log. It was just so cool. And, um, but we've had a lot of growth since then. So I want to come back to your podcast because part of one of the greatest blessings for me as a guide is watching people like you graduate, like, let's say the podcast accelerator and just soar in your podcast success you know, you have, you have so far surpassed like the downloads or reviews and those kinds of things, like as compared to like fire and soul. And I love that. Like, I'm so proud of it. And it just makes me celebrate and honor your path um, so deeply. But I'd love to know since you started your podcast three plus years ago with 171 episodes in what is your podcast if you could share in a sentence or two and no rush for it to be a sentence or two? What have you learned the most about yourself being on this journey? Oh, what have I learned the most? I have learned the most that I love to learn. I love to grow more than anything. And I know that whoever I am going to be interviewing is for that perfect time in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that in, so when I look back, like I was saying, it's like writing a book, it's showing my growth and where I am in my spiritual journey. And I didn't, you know, and we had to come up with our name of our podcast and like week one, or, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I uncovering people's magic. Um, (laughs) I guess people, everyone has magic, you know, that's kind of a broad thing. Right. And at the time I was thinking, you know, we were in the Tony Robbins world and, you know, I was trying to think of who you pot, you know, looking at your, your guests and trying to like ask people that would maybe say yes to someone new in the game. And then, you know what it comes, it's the, my, when you have passion for something and you're really, um, it fulfills you so much. And it, my, my, I mean, I've, I've come to a place where I have a stack of books of people that I'm getting ready to interview over the next couple of months. Mm. And I look at the, those and I think, gosh, I am the, what a, an honor that I even get to talk to these people that wrote these books. I would never get that opportunity, nor would I maybe even be drawn to that book, but an, an interesting, um, the guy, Mike Murphy, who came out this week, I saw I, that looks oh, great. He, um, 
I went to last, uh, whenever, two weeks ago, I went to uh, buy the Audible because he sent me his book and the Audible was in my library four years ago. So I didn't even have to buy it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, he's been in my, you know, library of Audible. And, and I would have looked back and thought, gosh, when I bought that book, you know, I'm, I'm ready now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it, now I know that this, when the student is ready, this teacher will appear, but the, I, that kind of thing, I, the, the, when I see, um, people doing something that they love so much and they're so passionate about it, it's mm-hmm. just effortless. Mm-hmm. And it's where you feel like your purpose, you know, when you like, what it, people are always like, well, how do you find your purpose? Well, you got to say yes to things. You got to keep picking up the breadcrumbs. And once you keep doing that and you start lighting up, you can't, I mean, I haven't missed a week since April 20th. And I remember getting to those significant numbers, just praying that I'd figure out a way to get people to come, you know, what am I going to do? I have to find someone, but, um, yeah. And now it's just effortless and it's because I am, am so passionate about it and learning and seeing I'm so focused on my growth that I know they're all in my, in the queue, you know, coming, like, I can't wait to see, I just, and, and to make other people see that, you know, like what a gift it is to have that, to know that people are listening and I get to share, say, um, you know, Lee Harris with the world and for the open up other people's eyes, it would never have been in their radar. Yeah. So true. When you talk about Mike Murphy, this guest that you have on in current time, and we're actually going to release this pretty close to recording day. Today is summer solstice. Oh. And, uh, and we're talking about so much expansion and it feels like that very mm-hmm. much. Um, plus we are the sun, right? Source and sun. And it's yeah. just beautiful to be in this magical space with you. But, and you talk about how, when you went to go order the book, it was in your library and how, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And it reminds me of even when you, um, we're talking with Lee Harris on your show and you were like, I've been following you for five years, but you might not have been as ready as fully embodied to be present to being able to uncover even more magic and more depth within his magic um, that he answered the call on 20 years ago until it was time. Right. You know, and I think about that and I think about even this, like here, you've been podcasting for three years. We are friends. We now know we are soul tribe. And I want to talk about why we are soul tribe as we begin to um, move forward in this conversation. Um, And I think about that. I'm like, we couldn't have had this conversation until now because it wasn't supposed to happen until now, because we had to go through everything we've gone through to identify, to realize oh my gosh, we're in the foxhole together in this time of transition, but we're in the foxhole in the best possible way. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, what do you mean by that? What do you think? Oh, I just feel so in the perfect place. I'm just like in this, um, in this place in my life right now. Like, I think when you're saying this is the perfect time for this conversation, the only time Mm. it could have kept, if I, if I could have really gotten into my head and thought, gosh, if, you know, a year ago there, I wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had this. We would have talked, maybe talked about Montana and, you know, there wouldn't have been that I honest to God. I mean, we could talk about growth and, but it wouldn't be where we are now. And when I say we're in this hole, (laughs) the way you just described it, I I mean, I am in the, I am in this like Mm -hmm. place that it's just my, I, I, 
in the, in nature, when I go out, just like you go out with Samson, when I take my dogs out, I, I can't, I, my whole body just like electrifies. Yeah. I'm so in this, like, um, in this place that I get so excited. And I know when I, when I do get to meet the Lee Harris's and my, all the people that I've met that adds to that. And I go out and I, and I think of all that I've learned and all who we are and where we've come from mm. and what we've said yes to mm. like all these 171 people that I've got to, you know, have in my life. Mm. And, uh, you know, I just feel like we are in this place of, of, of a knowing that we're on the right path and that we don't have to doubt or have fear or question anything or watch anything to get an answer. We just know it inside. There you go. Boom. That is such a mic drop. And this is what we were chatting about before I hit record. And I'm, I'm so happy that you brought this up because I think a lot of people, and I can't really speak to listeners of Fire and Soul because many of us are evolving pretty rapidly and exponentially right now. Um, but there are still a lot of people that are seeking answers from any source that is external. And that includes religion. It includes, you know, um, you know, systems and doctors and any authority outside of the authority within. So can you speak to how you cultivate and then maybe even how you share that with your daughters, because raising confidence is definitely your whole mantra, not only with your children, but with many other children and families and the magic path and all kinds of other beautiful offerings that you have. But but how how would you describe your process if if there even is a process or your, and I know you just mentioned nature, but how do you deepen into this knowing of no doubt, just knowing. Oh, and I love that. If, uh, maybe I, my new word today is uh, knowing. Usually it's surrender and trust, but I love, I'm going to add knowing to it because it is so, what a feeling when you have this knowing and I cultivate it and it's very intentional, but I love it. I wake up early, you know, me. Um, How early? Let's let the listeners know. <laughs> well, it's four 30 now. Well, five <laughs> o'clock right now. Cause it's summer. Yeah. Um, but you know, when when I wake up, it's gratitude right away. It's the feeling it's starting the feeling, but it's not where I'm forcing it, where I teach people, you know, it's like, like the inside, it's already a knowing of this, like, uh, it's like, it's erupting and I automatic write, And I love automatic writing. It's, it's like my talk to my spirit team. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I learned that, you know, uh, Michael Sandler kind of started that and I read his book, but, um, I was listening to somebody and I, all the people we listen to, I don't know who said it, um, push the pen till it pulls. And I, and I've thought every time I start and I try to teach this too, but you just push the pen. And then, and I have these like moments before I go out to nature that my, we're all these answers that come through that. I'm just having these conversations with my soul you know, my spirit team, you know, whatever you want to call it, but my angels, my guides, my higher self, it's all, I mean, I can't stop writing fast enough. So that connects me. I'm connected so much. If I didn't do that, it would feel like I missed my best friends. It would be like, I left them out that morning. And I feel that way with meditation. And when I say meditate, it's 10 minutes. I'm not an hour long. I mean, if I had an hour, I would do that, but it's not where I beat myself up for this, you know, it's, 
it's not that it's if whatever is on whatever I feel works that day. And then I do my nature and you know, we talk about the trees, we talk about grounding, putting your feet on the, all these things, sun gazing, um, all these things add to the knowing when you realize nature is just, you know, on its own, you know, the leaves fall, the, the seeds plant and there they are. That's us. That's we're all one. We're all part of this. And when I see the trees and I know that, I mean, they're like my friends, you know, like we touch and we talk and we connect and I look and I'm like, we're all this, we're all together. The birds, you know, I'm, I'm so connected, Michelle, (laughs) that it just, when I come back from that, I, there's nothing that could ever take me away from that knowing. Mm. Um, I, and I'm solid in that. And I, when I, when I'm with my children, it's the presence. And that is, and that adds to that because it is a present moment. And that's really all we have. And it's that feeling that you get from all that cultivating. Um, it, it brings you to the, to the moment, everything that is working in the morning up until, you know, I see the girls I've, I've been in the moment Mm. really have knowing that knowing, and it's, it is so, like you said, like it is so everything, I don't need to look at anything, but in through me and all those little things I do with little routines is all a reflection of that knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful and empowering to know that we are so beyond what we believe we are where there's, we are so powerful and limitless. And if we all realize that we're all one mm-hmm. and that we all are love and the love is the everything. And we looked at everybody with loving eyes everywhere you went. And I'd always, we're always about giving compliments, but my fan, the girls and I, we, all we do is give compliments. And I, and and I'm just like, it's just love. We could just change that one little sweet face and make them, you know, it's just being that person that can love and know that they have everything inside of, there's nothing missing. Mm. Yeah. And thank God you are out there cultivating that, guiding that, sharing that, reminding people of that, because we have been so effectively programmed to not remember and to deny the divine. That's what Paul Selig and the guides talk about. Um, And what you just shared reminds me of what can get in the way for so many people and it's judgment and separation. And, and Paul Selig and the guides actually also say that what you, I just heard him be interviewed on a podcast. He was just on Alex's. Alex Ferrari, you and I are sharing resources. <laughs> That's right. On Next yeah. Level Soul, our favorite right. show. And yeah. when you and I realized that we that thought that's like our favorite show. I was like, she's my soul sister forever. <laughs> um, and so we're like, have you seen this one? Have you seen that one? Um, but so I don't know if you remember when Alex, oh my God, that just came out and you saw it. I love it. So when Alex asked Paul, what is your favorite message that you have received from the guides? And Paul said, what you damn damns you, damns back. you back. Right. And on the converse, what you bless blesses you back. And he's like, but it's not that like, oh, bless you child. Kind of like a, oh, give a nice little compliment and not mean it. That's not what you do. And I want to give context here. Um, It's seeing the divine in them, which is what you were really saying. 
knowing the divine in them. It's like Avatar, my favorite film of all time, right? Like I see mm, me too. It's your yeah. favorite film. I know. Of all I time. love that. We were sitting in that movie theater. I said, "Oh my gosh, what? I didn't get to see the first one. What was I doing? Like this is amazing." Ah, oh, I love that about you. I didn't know that. It's it's my all time and like home tree. So I have all these trees on my trails where I'm like, "This is home tree." And then now you're like, "There's more than one home tree." I'm like, "Of course there is. Right. Does it have to be one home tree?" <laughs> no. Never met anyone who loves nature and understands the language of divine intelligence and oneness the way that you do. And uh. and it's just and if and if I if I had my wish and my magic wand, I would I would. Everyone I know and love would feel this way about nature and yes. the beauty of Mother Earth and how we are here to honor her and to appreciate her and bow to her and feel her and contribute to her. And that's what you're doing every single day. But back to the Paul Selig thing of like, what you damn damns you back. If we are holding anyone or anything in judgment, including the time in Montana, right? Right then it will come back and, and, and it, and then, and we will know it by vibration. So you're always talking on your show about the importance of raising vibration. And that's even what raising confidence is right in children and in families. It's like, can you speak to what your perspective of what vibration is, especially 171 episodes in learning from the grandmasters truly of our time? You have the who's who in the luminary space of being on your show. And so I'm just curious, like, what is your perspective on what vibration really is and or 3D to 5D? And do we vacillate mm-hmm. back and forth? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to share there. Yeah. With vibration, I, you know, it all contributes to like kind of what I was saying. It's like your gratitude. The, I always say, be the thermometer, mm-hmm. uh, the thermostat. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't be the thermometer, be the thermostat. That's when you come mm-hmm. from a place of, of all the knowing and the love and the gratitude and the, um, the appreciation, you know, we write our gratitudes and appreciation and that mm-hmm. raises your vibration, but you know, I can't, if I don't have, like my girls would just be like, if I just rolled out of bed and they were still like waking up and they saw me and it would just be like, what are you doing? Like our, I, I, I'm the, the thermostat and I know the family comes to that and that's the vibration. And when you live in that vibration, you're going to attract all the other high vibrations. The it's harder to like, when we live in this high vibration, the people that are, we're not judging, but that are living down here in fear, it's, Mm -hmm. they can't get to here like Mm -hmm. that. That's just not going to, but we can be the example and they can look at us and wonder how are how did you get there? Like Mm -hmm. I always say to the girls, be that person Mm -hmm. and let's see at school who comes to you because their vibration, it needs to be a match. It has to be a like attracts like, right? You, that's who you attract. You can't attract someone down here. Mm -hmm. So when you live in a place of this high vibration, it's like you're a magnet to the beauty and the love and the magic moments and the miracles. That's where life, that's what it's why we're here to attract the miracles. And that's the high vibration. It's everything. I love that you just said that. It reminds me of this term that I think I've shared called like a divine magnet, right? Because, because abundance is our true cosmic birthright. But most people sometimes forget, or maybe they haven't been told, or they don't want to do the work around cultivating that vibration. Like, 
look at the devotion that you have that could easily just be dismissed. We could look at you and you're like, you're beautiful. Your daughters are beautiful. They win pageants and they work so hard and your husband and you guys travel the world and all of these beautiful blessings, but you work at keeping your vibration heart. You have high, you have a devotion. You wake at 4.30, you have ritual. It's more than a routine. It's your realm of ritual because you know that that is the truth of who you are. It reminds you to stay in center. And then you go and share that vibration with the world, literally the vibration from the trees and the sunrise and the animals. And, and then you get to bring all that medicine to the show that you have that's reaching so many lives around the world. So it's just this ripple effect. And I do believe that our vibe absolutely attracts our tribe, but we also can heal through vibration. They have, it has been proven, and I know you must know this, like when we are operating from the vibration of love, the highest vibration on this planet and beyond of all sentient beings, we have the ability to impact 1000 other beings. And so it does make a difference. And so, but, but these things that people like, oh yeah, easy for her to say, like, not necessarily Mm -hmm. you cultivated this. Right. Yeah. Can you speak to that for a moment? Because people just assume, oh, she's got it so easy. Not, no. 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 And you know, I think it's also like a um, I know the feeling that I love so much. I it's and I and it's not like it's I'm disciplined for sure. I'm that kind of a person. I'm very routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if I like we're going on a trip tomorrow, I'm gonna be completely out of my routine but I'll still be in that high vibe. I can still cultivate that by looking at, um, being together, having memories, focusing on the good, you know, looking at what, you know, this is a, what a blessing it is that I get to spend this time, you know, all the things that though it's the thoughts you think, right. And the words you speak that bring your vibration up as well. So when you know all the little, you know, and they're not tricks or whatever, but I feel like when you understand what it takes to create the magic in your life. You'll, you you do not want to do anything, but create magic. I don't choose. I wouldn't choose to, um, if I'm not in, you know, don't get my, you know, routine down and don't have my, you know, I don't get to do that for, I don't get to go to on my dog's walks for nine days, but I know how important that vibration is and that elevation in my, in my energy. You know, I, um, was thinking when you're talking about healing and the power of the love that you can emanate that will, you know, like make a difference to, I mean, if you say a thousand people, I mean, it's just in it explaining that to people, but you, I can see it, you know, it's like, I watch mm-hmm. how it does change the energy when you're coming from that place. That's too important to me mm-hmm. to be in that place. I, and it's like, yeah, we're all human. We're going to dip. And then you're like, oh, wow, that, that was kind of interesting. I did, you know, I dipped and I had a thing like a lady in the parking lot kind of got, got kind of funny with me when one day, a couple of weeks ago, and she wanted to kind of fight and she was trying to get in this parking spot. And I thought, huh, you know, I could have said, I was thinking that's kind of irritating me. Like, what is she, can she just park there? I guess she had a handicap and she wanted to be in the handicap. Well, there's five other parking spots that she could have just been fine, but no, she wanted to be in the handicap. So I'm watching her and I could get this little like by vibration kind of dips, right? Because it's going to dip. And I thought, oh, interesting, Ashley, love. 
So I rolled the window down. I said, oh, excuse me. But and she looked at me like she thought I was going to yell at her. And she, her whole, her, she was like in shock and she shifted, but that's an example of when you come from, when you recognize that something's, you know, going to trigger you, Mm. it's interesting. I always say that's interesting Mm. in, you know, something that's inside of me, not her. Mm. I'm the one that got triggered. So what triggered me? And then I look at her, roll the window down. I said, oh, no worries. And then I just, I said, I absolutely have a wonderful day. And then I saw her in the grocery store and I said, Oh, I'm so glad you got your parking spot. Have a, you know, and she just was, and I, I shifted her energy. I bring her vibration up. It teaches her something like, Oh, wow. I, I didn't need to fight for that parking spot, but it is a, it's a place that you see that you feel in life that is so it, it, you crave it. And the minute you aren't in that space and you dip there, you just can't wait to get back. And it's a constant um, place to be. And it, that's what's going to change the world. I mean, I, if you can be in that place and project your love, it will, you don't, that's a domino and that's where we're going. And yes, we do go back from 3d. That was my little dip. We go back to 5d, but I can say that my life, when we speak on those terms, 5d, um, yeah, most, most of my day is, is in 5d. Mm-hmm. you know, and wow, you, we can all live there. It's a consciousness. I love what Lee Harris says. There's so much coming through that I want to share, um, but I'll, I'll just snag what's most present. The, the going back and forth, people think, oh, you're just supposed to be at 5d all the time. And I like what Lee Harris and the, and the Z's, well, the Z's say through him, which is Think of them as like vertical towers, just for lack of better term. And it's like, we're kind of going in and out, right? Like sometimes mm. we're in the 3D because we are still, it's 333. I love that. Oh, I love that. I know. On summer solstice. Um, and we need to be grounded, you know, and he also, the disease also talk about how those who aren't awake or who get frustrated about the parking spot. I love that story because it's a simple truth that we can all relate with. And yet we've also all been on both sides of that, right? So when we're conscious or unconscious, that's all that is. Um, but we need, sometimes those are just mirrors of like, oh, okay, that's all that is right now. Right. And not to judge it like, oh, instead of the, the, the judgment can become awareness. And it was just like, oh, do I want to be there or not? And as you were sharing, I was thinking about something that a recent guest of mine said around how to define love. And she learned it from her mentor. It was a guest called Erin Kinney, who was on recently. She's one of my favorite souls. I know she was on your podcast as well. It was we swap guests (laughs) all the time. And, um, and she said, love is energy. And what you just described was energy. You got clear that you were dipped in your own auric field And then you were like, ooh, let me fill myself up with truth, energy. And then that clarity of energy is what I can now extend to her because she's clearly dipped as well. But I have gotten conscious first. So now let me share this vibration with her that no doubt impacted who knows how many else in the parking lot and in the grocery store and for the rest of her day and beyond. Right, exactly. And it's a consciousness. That's uncovering your magic. That's it. Yeah. It's It's that awareness. Yeah, totally. And it's that awareness every day that when you take that, um, when you stop and you 
come from the 3D world or you're, you're going in over on that pillar mm-hmm. and you realize that, oh, and it, and to stop and be conscious and say, wow, there I go. Okay. I need to figure out my, you know, what got me there and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I move back in and, you know, get back into, you know, my alignment, but it's that, um, it's part of our human experience here that we're learning, you know, and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. You know, when you were talking about that moment, I got emotional. I don't even know if you saw it. I got very teary when you were talking about the love that you offered that woman. And, and, um, and it's because I, today's my first day back to work. Um, I cleared my schedule basically for eight full days. I got COVID. It was my first time getting COVID. And today when I woke up and I knew I could keep this appointment with you, um, I, I experienced joy in my nervous system and in my vibration for the first time in eight days. Wow. I was just down. I was in it. It was intense. It was, it was what it was. It needed to happen. There were a lot of initiations, a lot of decisions, a lot of clarity. It had to go that way. And it's supposed to be really hard anyway. I mean, most of us know that, but, but this morning when I woke up and I actually smiled at Samson and I looked out at the trees and I was feeling grateful the whole time for sure, but I didn't have that natural joy that I have become accustomed to. My, my way of being in the world is I am a joyful person and I've worked hard to be that, you know, right. and, and that's my natural way. Um, it turns out. And I love that about me. And And when I woke this morning, I realized like, oh, it was like Peter Pan and happy thoughts. It's like, there you are. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, like, ah, like I never want to take for granted my joy again, you know? Right. And so anyways, you were expressing that story. I was like, it just got me so present to how precious life is Mm -hmm. and how precious this time is and how most of us are getting pretty, um, we are being invited to extend that grace to many more people than I think many of us want to <laughs> or right. thought we should. And so if there's a moment in anyone's life who's listening, like, please just go first, get conscious, just like extend the grace, like learn a lesson from Ash because because the world is starving for it right now. We are more divided than ever. We're more confused than ever. And as we begin to wrap, I want to talk about that with you because one of my favorite things that we share in our private text messages back and forth is how we focus on the beauty, the grace, the love, not just the positivity, old bumper sticker, spiritual bypass. This is the real deal. Can you speak to that vibration, which you have now you've learned to become accustomed to, but like where you choose to put your focus and why, and then that will begin to help us close out of this beautiful conversation. I mean, my focus is, I mean, pure, pure love and knowing I just, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think of, um, where we are today in the present moment, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's another one it's present moment constantly. Um, I'm always, it's having that awareness and being aware of your alignment and your energy and your vibration. And it's just comes as it's kind of a muscle, you know, it just like you cultivate that and it just becomes part of who you are. And I'm so passionate about, you know, helping being the, being the role model for my girls to show them that when you do have, when you do cultivate that, um, 
that energy and that vibration and the love, um, it just, that's where you, you miss that if you're not there. So once you get to that place where it becomes your, who you truly are in the most authentic, beautiful, loving way, it is so not, does not feel right when you're even a little bit down, but to recognize that and know it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, how to get back up. I mean, that would be our days. I'm sure your days are like that. I mean, I think we're always understanding because we know how important it is to, um, come from that state of love, that, that energy and to, when you're not there, I mean, I just, I love, and I know how you are with your, with who you help, you know, it's just like, it just, your channel, you channel this love. You, it's a so sincere. And so you just see it in everyone, you pull it out, you know? And I just think when you, when you come from that place of love and knowing with no judgment and you see the light in everyone Mm -hmm. and you know that you're all connected and you're, there's nothing different that you are me and I am you. And this is why we came here. Like what a beautiful feeling, like be in that life. Like we, we chose this. This is like, we're, we're a miracle. You know, we, we get to be in this body for this short time. I mean, it's really just a snap of a finger, you know, and when you understand time too, more now that we've evolved, I couldn't have had this conversation with you in Montana. Mm-mm. Me neither. You know, neither. anyway, yeah. I just thought that does that answer? <laughs> yeah. As you were sharing, I was literally getting this hit of like, this is the embodiment, the embodiment of the divine feminine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and for me, I still recognize I, 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 the gifts of the shadow it's, it's not here to make me feel bad or less than or wrong or broken. That is the old 3d programming. That's just not true. It's understanding that that's part of why we are here to evolve, to grow and to look at that and be like, Oh, that's like all these past lives. It's it's why my highest self is all encompassing of, of all of this stuff that I've come here to really refine. And, and this feels, this life is, is so beautifully exquisite. And, and think about all the souls too, and especially in light of the last three years and how many people can't get pregnant because of, you know, why, right. And, and then think about the 25, maybe 30%, if the numbers are accurate of those of us who are of the of the origin seed, let's just put it that way mm-hmm. and how pure. And so many of my listeners understand exactly what I mean by that. And it's being said all around the world, right? But like, there is a real honor and why we are here. Mm-hmm. And when we find each other and we get to celebrate in this vibration, we hold on for dear life to this soul tribe. You don't let these people go. I said to you on the phone a few weeks ago, I was like, we are soul tribe. Like we are in the foxhole in the best possible right. way. <laughs> Nothing to be afraid of. Let's just continue to feed this vibration. Right. Oh. Yeah. So as you were sharing, yes, I fully got it. I was like, that's that's the divine feminine leader. That is the new earth frequency right there. Yes. That's what for sure. That's where we're going. That's what's coming. That's what's cultivating. That's what's percolating. That's Mm. who, you know, you just feel it. I, um, I have this, I did this meditation where I could see like Mm. the earth and I see the, like the veins underneath the, Mm. the crust of the soul or whatever the soil. And it's just like, it's, we're just, 
we're pushing the energy so fast and it's just moving and it's, it, it, we're bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And I do listen to megahertz. Um, do you ever listen to that? And mm-hmm. so I'm very much understanding that I do the healing of the, uh, I can pick a megahertz, whatever's calling me or whatever I um, pull. Yeah. Um, but I really believe in that. And I'm, and that helps me with my vibe. I mean, I, you know, you just find what, what really elevates you and what, what puts you in that place. Mm-hmm. And that helps that I do that for sure. But I do see the earth and I do visualizations and I know how powerful that is. And I, you know, the Schumann resonance is really high right now. And I, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking, gosh, that's what, where I did that meditation. I was like really working on the, the energy in the planet. And it, and if people knew that, that's all you can close your eyes and meditate and focus on something and make a difference. Mm. You know, it's not, it, it's becoming like, I see the, like the veil thinning or whatever they, you know, um, and understanding, you know, that are, you know, I, I look at my dreams that way, like, you know, you're, you go to sleep and my dreams are so vivid lately. Mm -hmm. And, I'm like, okay, my soul isn't tired. My body is, my soul's on this journey, you know, while we sleep and it is busy. (laughs) (laughs) It goes to places. I'm like, whoa. Um, But if that, so if you can live life in that place of awe and love and how can I, you know, raise the vibration of this planet in the most loving way, you just don't want to do anything but that. I know that's all I want to do. That's my, I'm pulled. That's, that's what's pulling me. That's what's calling me. I just, so that's where I want to be. Yeah. And what I love about hearing you say that is not only did you truly answer the call to uncover your magic first, you uncovered your own. Yes. And that's the only way that it works. Right. Right. And so what I was about to say is that it's so authentic you know, and I think those who are so conditioned to being, and it's not a lot of listeners to fire and soul. So that's, this is not the audience for me to be saying this to, but I believe that so many humans are suffering because they've forgotten their magic. They have forgotten their truth and it's not their fault, Mm -hmm. you know, but I like what Lee Harris says. It's like, we need those anchors to be almost like the gravity for, it's like, it's almost like, they are the most precious souls. Yes, you're totally, mm-hmm. you get this. Yes. They are like the people that I know and love and care about so much that can't see what we see mm-hmm. that's happening in the world. And they were never supposed to. And now I can know like part of their soul's contract is to keep me really grounded, to keep the frequency grounded so that we can ascend even higher. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. But looking at like people that, you know, in our, in our life that don't see that it's, and now I look at it like that, maybe the lady in the parking lot, mm-hmm. for example, you know, but what I did for that little moment, that little thing ha- has shifted her, but mm-hmm. she's, she was there for me mm-hmm. to learn on that's how to, right. she was my teacher. Mm, that's right. So when I look at someone and maybe not, you know, seeing the world the way I do, or where I want to focus my, my attention on when, when I'm, when I'm looking at someone that is still living in fear or, you know, doubt, or, you know, they don't know where the world's going. Um, she taught, that was a lesson. I it's, they're all mirrors, of, you know, it's all, we're all 
here to grow from each other. We're all, you know, we all came here at the same time and there's no accident that we all chose this time. So when you look at everyone as your teacher Mm -hmm. and what did I learn from that experience? And, you know, it's just, it never, it's never ending. We're continually, we'll do this again. And who knows where we'll be in our life the next time who will be like, I'm a, Michelle, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was you. That's what we're going to say one day. Yeah, it's very true. Well, I'm so grateful that our lights found one another again in this life. And thank you for reaching out by listening to this show. I, I tell my listeners all the time, you know, if something snags, you message me because it it has been the beginning of so many beautiful friendships mm-hmm. and, and missions too, right? Like you are one of many who's now had a podcast going and changed so many lives. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wished I would have, or that you feel you would, you would like to share with my listeners? Just be be who you like know and trust that you're always given everything you need Mm -hmm. and that you're never, it's always perfect. And to know that you are all on the right path, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong. And you just keep, you know, keeping your vibration and, you know, picking up those breadcrumbs saying yes, knowing that we're, when you look at someone, they are you and, and learn and, and grow and, you know, be that person that, um, shines the light and be, you know, focus on that because that's really all we need to do is focus on the light and the love. Oh, (laughs) I love it. Where's the best place for anyone who would like to know more to get more? Oh, they can listen to the podcast that we've mentioned a few times on Cover Your Magic. And my website is just my name, ashleygonner.com. And then all Instagram, Facebook, it's all my name, Ashley Goner. Beautiful. And I'll be sure to leave all of that in the show resources. I am so grateful for our connection and I am so grateful for our friendship. Um, There was a lot in this field today that we co-created and it just felt like very much, um, first of all, the perfect antidote for me coming off of COVID. Um, And it gave me a lift in my own vibration. So thank you for bringing all of your beautiful magic. Mm -hmm. And thank you. Thank uh, you uh, for everything, like for being in my life, for, uh, you know, magnetizing your energy and for me to find you. And I know it's all, um, orchestrated on a higher level, but it's the, the person that you are to me and to be sitting here on a, on a podcast episode on fire and soul is like, uh, a new level of my, like learning more of who I am. It's allowed me to, you know, you're, you're continually opening that for me Mm. and it's, you're, you are so gifted in that. Mm. And when you speak and you're um, what you see in others and what you do for others to see in them. It's just, it's a beautiful gift and you are in your purpose and it's so fun to watch you. And Mm -hmm. I just am grateful for your friendship and thank you. And and I love you. I love you so much. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Thank you for listening to fire and soul. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.